The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Let's get back to You Better You Bet. Presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. And welcome back. You Better You Bet. Presented by Bet MGM. PJ Glasser, Mark Drumheller here. On the day after Christmas, we're filling in for Ken Barkley and Nick Costos enjoying some Bowling Green in Minnesota. We have reached halftime in the Quick Lane Bowl. Bowling Green leading 10-9 to over Minnesota. And uh, the live lines in that game is a pick on Minnesota minus 115, Bowling Green minus 115, and the live total 39 and a half. So we'll keep you posted on what's going on there. We're on Sirius Channel 160, Sirius XM 205. We are also on twitch.tv slash BetQL and over on YouTube as well. Search Odyssey Sports. And Mark, let's continue with the NFL futures before we break down some of these Week 17 games. I want to talk to you about Coach of the Year. I think outside of MVP, this is the market that I have kind of found the most fascinating this NFL season. And the thing that I just can't understand is why Dan Campbell continues to be the favorite. And now he's the co-favorite along with Kevin Stefanski, but why Dan Campbell continues to be at the top of this market. Not that I don't think he's done a great job or that I think he's an awesome coach, but we saw the Lions are one of the best teams in the NFL towards the end of the last year. They were the one of the hottest teams, right? They beat green Bay at Lambeau. They were favored to win the NFC North at the beginning of the year. They were minus money to win this division. So they were expected to do what they did. We knew they were going to have a great offense. That's what they have. Their defense isn't exactly great. It's like you look at the situation of some of these other teams, what Stefanski is doing with the Browns, 26% of their payroll is on injured reserve. They got 38-year-old Joe Flacco looking like 2012 Baltimore Ravens Joe Flacco slinging the rock. The job D'Amico's done with the Texans, Steichen's done with the Colts. It's like, I think Campbell's a great coach, Mark, but I really don't understand why he's continued to be at the top of this market all year because the Lions did kind of what we expected them to do this season. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. But, you know, hey, I'm going to answer two different questions here, right? Like, like I'm with you as far as, hey, there are a lot of other coaches that are more deserving than Dan Campbell. But if you want to know why he's up there, it's because it's a narrative award, right? It's, you know, it's it's about feel-good stories. And, yes, Dan Campbell did exactly what was expected of him. He was the NFC North favorite, right? But he did it in Detroit. 
where they have had nothing but misery ever since Wayne Fonts was lighting cigars several years ago when they went in playoff games, right? So he's the guy who actually did it. They bring all these people in. Nobody gets it done. They survive Matt Patricia, and now they're finally here. Like, they finally arrived, and this was the year it was supposed to happen, and Dan Campbell is making good um, on his commitment when he took over the team, that he was going to restore the roar, bring them back to prominence. So – I think that's why he's a great, listen, you got to love Dan Campbell. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, he's going to get votes. People are going to like him. He's a likable coach. The players love him. He's an emotional guy, right? You know, brings a human element to coaching, which a lot of coaches don't, right? So I think all those things play into it, you know, but I agree with you. A lot better candidates. I played a little Stefanski two to one, obviously way late to the party on him, but they keep winning. And they keep winning with Joe Flacco. And it's like, it's just been an incredible story. And it's not just about Joe Flacco, but it's just about all the injuries that they've suffered. You know, Nick Chubb, you know, all the quarterback issues they've had, the offensive line injuries that they've had. And he's found a way to navigate that. And I laid off him for a while and I resisted for a while because I'm like, he already won. They're going to want to give it to somebody else. They're not going to want to give it to him again. But I think it's very hard to say that he's not the coach, the coach of the year. Like, I think that he's going to get home here. Um, you know, I, I think they have a pretty manageable schedule the rest of the way. So I think they get the job done. Um, and I, you know, I think he's probably the guy who's live in this award race. I completely agree with you. I think if the Browns yeah. win out, if the Cleveland Browns Mark, if they finish with 12 wins and Joe Flacco ends the year on a five game win streak, like how does Kevin Stefanski not win this award, right? And they're home mm-hmm. against the Jets on Thursday as touchdown favorites, probably going to win that game. Then they're going to be home against the Bengals in the fi- or they're going to be at the Bengals in the final week of the regular season. That line's probably going to be a pick 'em or so. So that'll be a coin flip type game. But I think if Stefanski wins out, this is going to be his award, especially because Dan Campbell and the Lions have to play at Dallas this week. They're probably going to lose that game. Then they get Minnesota at home in the final week of the regular season. And, you know, they'll probably play all their starters because they're going to want the best seed possible. And they're going to be battling with Philly and potentially San Francisco. And, you know, maybe they'll be trying to play for that number one seed maybe. But uh, I think if Stefanski and the Browns win out, I I think that's going to be his award. Would you look at a guy like John Harbaugh? Like, do you think Harbaugh at 11-1 to with the Ravens' schedule, especially down the stretch here, at Jacksonville, at San Francisco, home against Miami, you beat the Steelers in Week 18. Like, if the Ravens win out, if they go 14-3, and playing the toughest schedule in the NFL, playing in the best division in the NFL, do you think that Harbaugh maybe has a chance to win the award as well? Because back in 2019, when Lamar won MVP, Harbaugh also won Coach of the Year. So do you think that's a possibility? I don't. And I think it's because, like, that year that you referenced, like, nobody saw Lamar coming. You know what I mean? And right. it was like, so Harbaugh got a lot of credit for that. But, you know, everybody knew that the Ravens were going to be one of the top teams in the AFC, or at least they're projected to be. You know, we they brought in, you know, Monken. They were going to revamp the offense. You know, and they really had a lot of things in place, you know, defensively. So I think he's done a tremendous job, you know. But I think historically, like, we see this award go to coaches that just – give a lot of improvement or go through a lot of adversity. And I, I don't know if the Ravens, you know, fit that mold. Like, you know, he's done an awesome job. I love Harbaugh. And, you know, I, I hope that they win the AFC. Like, I, I think it'd be a great story if, you know, Lamar could finally get to the Super Bowl. But I, I just don't think you can take the award away or say that, you know, 
he's more deserving than even if guy like I mean, D'Amico Ryan's like that roster was atrocious last year. Like they oh, were like terrible 31st and 32nd and everything you can imagine. And you know, he turns it around in one year, you know? So I just think there's way more deserving guys than Harbaugh of this award. And it's a shame that D'Amico Ryan's is doing this in a year, or even a guy like Shane Steichen, that they're doing what they're doing in a year where Kevin Stefanski is dragging yeah. the Cleveland Browns to the postseason, you know, dodging all these landmines on the injury front that have, that have occurred. Like, it's just, to me, it's it's Stefanski has just done such an incredible job. It'd be hard to take the award away from him. I completely agree. I thought maybe there was value in one of those AFC South coaches, whether it was Steichen or D'Amico Ryans. Those two teams play in Week 18, the Colts and the Texans. And <clears throat> who knows, the winner of that game might be playing in the postseason. And considering the Texans had the number two overall pick, the Colts had the number four overall pick, the Colts lost Anthony Richardson early on in the year. I thought maybe it would come down to those guys, but you're right, Mark. I, the job that Stefanski's done, the way that Flacco's playing, I just I think it's his award to lose. Well, that's the key because it's it's not only the job that he's done, but it's the way he has Flacco playing. Because right. you know, like he's out there throwing darts, and we've seen Flacco. We saw him in Philadelphia. We saw him with the Jets. He's been around the league, right? Hadn't looked like this anywhere, right? This is not now. He's reverted back. He's like Benjamin Button, the fountain of youth. You know, he's January Joe all over again. He's ready to lead a team to the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. And it's a tremendous story. And again, narrative award, good story. Everything fits. Um, I think it's Stefanski. But I was there with you. I like Steichen. I like D'Amico Ryans all the way up until a couple days ago. Um, I jumped on Stefanski. I think it was yesterday, two to one. And uh, I, I, I think that's the move right here. I mean, do you bet Flacco plus 400 at all to win comeback player of the year? DeMar Hamlin's still the heavy favorite. It's probably tough for Hamlin not to win that award. But again, if the Browns win out, like, do you think they would have to get the number one seed, right? And their path would be Dolphins beat the Ravens, Ravens and Dolphins both lose week 18, and the Browns win out. If Flacco got the one seed, I think maybe he could win the award. Outside of that, though, I just I don't know if they give it to somebody other than Hamlin. But do you think if they get the one, maybe he has a chance? Uh, I definitely think he has a chance if they give him the one. I think, you know, my fear and why I haven't played in this market all season, I just kind of like we were like, hey, this is going to be a stay away from me is I'm just afraid they're going to give co, you know, co uh, award winners. And it's going to be like Hamlin and then somebody who has more of an on the field impact, which is probably going to be Joe Flacco. And I just didn't want to get involved in, in this type of market all year, which just saw, I just thought it was a lot of variance in here. And I just kind of wanted to stay away. I didn't see, you know, a significant edge because a lot of it depended on how much Hamlin played. And then, you know, all the other things that happened, but a lot of guys are rifle, you know, uh, for this award as well. You look at Stafford, you look at Tua, you know, everybody forgets, everybody counted Tua out at the last year, like his career was over and he comes back and they could easily be the number one seed. So lots of great stories in the NFL, which is a good thing. And that's why I think they're going to chop this award up, man. And that, that's a bad sign for betters. Yeah, it's a very, very good point. All right, speaking of Joe Flacco and the Browns, they play the Jets at home on Thursday night. We got some news at the beginning of the show that Zach Wilson is going to be out once again for this game with the concussion. So it'll be Trevor Simeon starting once again for New York. Cleveland favored by seven at home, and the total is 36 and a half. I don't love the game, Mark. I feel like 
Cleveland, Cleveland in a teaser is probably the way, you know, just tease them down to minus one. Feels like a sell-high spot on the Browns, right? Like, we're buying stock on the Browns mm-hmm. at their peak. Flacco's playing great. He's lighting the world on fire. They just scored 40 points. Amari just had 265 receiving yards. And it's it's the Jets, right? I mean, they're a boring team to watch. Their offense stinks. Simeon's playing again. But, like, this Jets defense, as great as Flacco's playing, all the yards that he's putting up and everything – we know he, he has thrown an interception. He's thrown multiple interceptions in a couple games. And the Jets have a really good passing defense. We know weird things can happen on Thursday night games. So I would probably lean Jets plus the seven. I'm more confident the Browns win the game, though. So I think the teaser is probably the play I'd make. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I, I don't know where I'm going to go in this one. I, I definitely don't love laying the seven because you're buying Cleveland at the top of the market after they – uh excuse me, after they covered three straight games. So that's really that's really the key here is that, you know, you don't want to lay this big number with Cleveland, find a different way to bet it. Do you bet Jets team total under? I think that might be a look. I think this is going to be a Miles Garrett game. I think he's going to wreck this game against this Jets offensive line. I think this is the showcase for him to really make a move in defensive player of the year. Like this is his chance to take advantage of the schedule. He gets a bad offensive line on an Island primetime game. You know, and he can really wreak havoc here, um, I think, and make an impact, you know, in that awards market. Like, and then that's really going to be the key is, but I think Cleveland's defense has a field day here. I, uh, Simeon stinks. So, you know, you're probably looking at, you know, teasing it down or playing Jets team total under, however you want to do it if you don't want to lay to seven. We're going to be on stadium at the start of next hour, so make sure you join us there. You better, you bet, presented by BetMGM. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.